Welcome to Porsche Pattern with Bracken Helms, the show where we hear Bracken and his distinguished guests from the Porsche community patter on about Porsches and all things automotive. Porsche Patter is sponsored by Circuit 64. Circuit 64 creates authentic automotive apparel made for like-minded automotive enthusiasts. The links for Circuit 64 are in the show notes. Okay, let's get to it. Ferdy Wirgus Part 2. Okay, we continue to talk about the R group a little bit more. And some of the things I've picked up about like Ferdy or when I talk to some of these other people like Rod Emery, even though they're all about making alterations and hot rodding and personalizing it, all of them seem to be like purists at heart in a lot of ways. And you can tell that in this interview with the way Ferdy talks and, and the cars that he's enjoyed and the way that he thinks they should look. Another thing I noticed about Ferdy is he's very aware. I mean, I know that our group seems like, oh, we're just crazy. We're wild. We're getting after our cars all the time. But he knows when he's going to go fast. He doesn't want tickets. He's aware of his surroundings when he decides to take full advantage of his car. It's not like he's like some 16-year-old kid in a Hellcat just trying to run into everybody or a Mustang coming out of a Cars and Coffee. Anyway, here's part two of Ferdy Wergus. So what attracted you to Porsche? The drive. When, when you drive a Porsche, it's like driving a race car. The handling, the brakes, it's all there. You know, I mean, uh, like I said, we had a Capri. I had a Capri before I had my Porsche, and the Porsche just handled differently. And, of course, the mistake, you're on a Porsche, right? It's like saying you're on a Ferrari, you know? To me, it's the Porsche, Porsche is it, you know, and it's affordable. And people who owns Porsches, yeah, they're not arrogant like the Ferrari owners. <laughs> Most Ferrari owners are arrogant. Can't talk to them. You know, so Porsche people are more down to earth, you know, just like you and me. You know, everybody can afford it, you know? Um, so the next question is maybe a little repetitive, but I was just going to ask, how has the R group changed or evolved? Oh, it's changed. It, like I said, I think I've answered that. It, it has changed. It, it's now, it's now like being at PCA when you apply, you, uh, you apply for membership, you know, and they'll consider you. And it's no longer the same where people are, are being invited or picked. It's like, you want to be in my group? And then when you apply for a membership now to be in it, the, the, uh, the board members will review you, who you are, what you've done to the car, blah, blah, blah. And, They'll approve it whether they like it or not. When I like before, it's just one guy. You got to please. That was Chris. Um, any regrets with the R group? No. One small regret. I'm, I'm not on the board. Huge, huge regret. I feel like you guys are over, overlooking me. When me and Chris have the same mind, I grew up with that guy. Come on. This is the same passion as I have for Chris. Me and Chris will look at a car and think of the same thing. Hanging out with him, you know, I grew up with that guy. Yeah. So I feel like I it really should have been me. The president is not from L.A. named Bob Ains. We call him Santa Claus because he looks like a Santa Claus. But sure, he's been around the argue for a while. But have I ever met him, seen him at a traffic? No. Why him? Again, I want to say, what, what qualifies you to run our group over me? 
Chris's brother. That's my that's huge regret. It happens. Yeah, I would think. I mean, even if you're not like number one, you'd be pretty high up there just for the simple fact. Like, I don't know how to put it into words. Because you guys were built from the same cloth, they're taking some of that. Right. Right. Like you need a little bit of the original. Of course. Of course. Okay. My next question was, which we kind of went over, cool cars you've owned or your family's? Um, my Porsche is my third car. I don't own too many cars. We just we just take care of it. So, like I said, if, if my Capri was installed, I'd have, still have that Capri. My Capri is beautiful. Engine done up and all that. You know, same thing I did with my 911. If I park it out there, you're going to walk up to it. So this is a little bit of a sidetrack, but yeah. one thing I noticed with you is like when I first like started hanging out, well, just at easy, I kind of noticed that the R group was kind of like, well, we don't care about our cars. We just drive them, you know, this and that. But then I saw you and it's like, you're always cleaning yours and it's like shining and you're like, it's your baby. Right. There's we're, different aspects we're, we're, to our group. Right. Well, I mean, there's, there's just so many people that are like, I don't care if it's clean. I don't care if there's rock chips. Like, right. whereas... I think you'll drive your car. I don't think that's going to slow you down. Right. But it's not like you're out there throwing a <laughs> a party over like right something happening to your car. Right. Right. Me, the only thing I, I and I know some of the, a lot of Porsche guys knows this, you know, even the old members. Yeah, they know I don't drive my car in the rain. I just don't. I don't want to because it, to me, when I when I clean my car, it takes me six seven hours to clean it because I was into concours before. And that's why we know what looks right in an early 911. Just like people are fixing their engines, they're putting MSD ignition. Porsche didn't put MSD ignition on it. Put the CDI box on it. Get that, get that out of there. It doesn't look right. How do I know that? Going to concourse, seeing all the race cars, what looks correct in a, in a 911, especially a vintage one. That's that's what we like. We we like it to look period correct. Don't put a you know, these new model Recaros on your old 911 because it's gonna look funky. It's not gonna look right. Go get one of those old seats that they made long time ago, and that may even look better. What would you say your favorite Porsche is? Six, six, Sixty-seven 911 R is my favorite, and the seventy-three RS is my favorite. The lightweight. Those are my favorite cars. If I if I was these guys who are loaded, the millionaires, I would own sixty seven R, seventy three RS, a seventy four RS, and if I can pick up an RSR, it would all have the R, the RS, and the RSR. That's there you go. I would pick up a seventy three RS lightweight and a seventy three RSR two point eight. Those it. Give me those three cars. I'm happy. You can have your GT three RS. You can have your GT two. You can have your Carrera GT, your 918 Spider. You can have that. That's not for me. Um, what do you like about air-cooled cars? The simplicity of the engine. There's nothing in there. There's no electronic uh, crap in there. You know, you open it up, there's nothing. I like the air-cooled and, you know, no no, uh, no radiator. You know, you don't have to worry about getting a radiator. Uh, uh, you don't have to worry about getting a coolant, you know, keeping your car and... You know, it's just that, you know, in hot days, it doesn't like it. I know the cars is kind of sluggish. That's why, you know, anything like in a, if the temperature was in the 90s, 
I don't like driving my car. And here, I live in Sacramento. They say it hits the hundreds here, yeah. Me, anything over 87 degrees, yeah, you can't get me to drive the car. Just refuse. Because I'm miserable in it. It's black on black. I'm burning up. You sit in a stoplight and your arms are sweating. I hate that feel. I feel dirty. You know? I hate that. What do you like about water-cooled cars? Don't really like water-cooled cars. I think they're too modern. You know? I mean, yeah, they're nice. The newer ones, I haven't driven it or ridden in any of it. But, yeah, it, look, it looks nice, but air-cooled all the way. Favorite driving route? Here to Monterey. Thoughts on Porsche today with like all their new customers, SUVs. Oh, oh yeah, well, the, the, the new Porsches today are really nice. They, they they are nice cars, but they're not for me. I love pulling up the stoplight where somebody owns these SUV Porsche, right? And I've seen some really nice ones. And I always have this, this thought that when I pull up to them, look at my car. This is a Porsche. Your SUV Macan is not. When people think of Porsche, they think of the old cars. That's what a Porsche is. It's not your SUV. It's not these 918 Spiders. It's the old silhouette of the 911. When people think Porsche. So, yeah, with, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're all nice. The, the Taycan is nice, you know, and the new 911Rs are nice, but nothing like an old, old vintage car. Favorite auto publication? Back then, road and track. We grew up in road and track. That's how we kind of learned what to do with some of these cars. My Caprice, when I fixed up my Capri, there was an article at road and track on how they fixed up this particular Capri, suspension and all that. I took that and copied it. I love, I love road and track. I'm, I don't, I don't know if they're still around anymore. You know? They are, but they've kind of changed it to okay. where. Okay. I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like old road track mixed right. with a little bit of a triple zero now. Okay. Okay. I love Excellence Magazine. But when Pete left, it lost some of that flavor about the older 911s, you know. Now it's changed. Just like the uh, piece, um, publication of 000. Beautiful magazine. Top, you know, it's, it's top of the line, right? I'd rather put that in my car. Now, I'm not loaded. Yeah. You know, I'm just your average guy. I'm, I don't have deep pockets like these guys that goes easy. Have three or four or five Porsches. I don't have that. I only got one. <laughs> you know, some, some can afford things, but they're, st they're still a down to earth people. You know, they, yeah. they don't let the money get to their head. You know, uh, Freeman is one of, the, one of them. He's loaded, but he's down to earth kind of guy. You know, he'll talk Porsche with you, you know, kind of yeah. know and get a feel of where you're coming from. And he appreciates that, you know. He's not arrogant at all. Carrera 3.2 or SC? SC. And 915 or G50? Or 915. 915 all I, day. I, sometimes I feel like some of these people, whether it's in auto magazines, it's like all of a sudden you'll be reading an auto, auto magazine that's the same for years and all of a sudden prices go up and they just start putting their weight behind it. And I feel like they don't really know. Like, cause everybody I've asked has either said, I'm okay with either. There's been a few people that have said, I prefer the 915. Right. But you go out there like on bring a trailer or you read in the magazines and they're like, Oh, you got to get the G50. Right. Well, every fucking buddy that knows 
Right. Like all the people that really know, like right. that I've interviewed, right. have never said that. Is that right? I've never found anybody that I trust that says, oh, no, I prefer the G50. I see. But yet you read it or you go on bring a trailer and it's like, oh, it's it's got to have a G50. Right, right. I like that. I think people, I think some of the people like their excuses. Oh, well, the G50 is easier to drive. Well, so it's a fucking Honda Civic. Right. You're buying an old car. Like learn how to drive. Does your Carrera have a G50? No, it's an M15. Okay. And when I was looking, I was kind of indifferent. I, my dad was kind of leaning towards the 915, but I was just like, just find the nicest car. I wasn't hung up on anything. Have you driven a, 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 G50. a G50 train? Okay. Yeah. You have. Okay. Yeah. Putting it in first gear is nice and easy, right? Yeah. Not like the 915. Sometimes you kind of have to work it in there a little bit. That's what they don't like. Yeah. But for us, that's that's the rules of the Porsche. That Porsche built that. That's all 911 from up to 74, you know? And well, it's so, like my dad says, like, you know, because when he was at the height of, like, brokering in his younger days was right around that time. And he says, you know, I'd have three or four. I mean, I have pictures there. There's seven looking out our garage. And he's like, you know, I was driving, I was going in between. Like when you were driving them every day, you don't know, notice a difference. Right. So maybe if you're driving your car once a month, then maybe it's like, oh, well, the G50 is easy. But if you're driving these cars and you know the cars and you have mechanical sympathy, right? It's not an issue. See, that's why we like guys who drive their cars is when you, when you drive it, you get to learn it. You know the car. You know what it can do. You know how to, you know what, you know how it goes in the gear and all that. You know, so yeah, owning a car for for a long time that helps. What do you think the perfect starter Porsche is today? The perfect starter Porsche. Yeah. What are you talking about? Old or new? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, all the old ones are expensive, so it's almost like you have actually, to buy new. I actually think nowadays any any of these new Carreras are, are great from, from right from the start. You know, all you gotta do is maybe lower it a little bit. You know, if it doesn't suit your 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 taste, but to me, it, it's all there. It's all there. Power and everything. You know, the looks. The only thing I don't like about these newer 911s is they're bigger, or wider. You know, I mean, when you drive these old 911s, the earth, the 65 to 73, when I sit in it, I feel like it fits me. But when I, you know, get into these, you get into these new ones, it just looks big. Yeah. You know, it's just a different kind of car now. Like, I'm, what, what do they weigh? Wow. You know, like over 3,000 pounds. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what car did you get introduced to Porsche in? Like, did you see one when you were a kid or like what? Was it your brother getting his first one or like where exactly. did it was my brother's first sports. It was the 914. Oh, how did you feel when you finally got your first Porsche? Oh, I felt like I was, it felt good because I was, you know, I, I was 24 when I bought my first one. This is the 914. Even though I got the 911 two years later at, at you know, at 26, I felt like I have a nice car. Now I knew that I want to keep that car because I, I want a Porsche. Wow. When I was telling my dad I was going to get in a Porsche, my dad said, are you crazy? I said, but dad, yeah, Chris has one. He said, yeah, but he makes more money than you. I said, it's okay, dad. (laughs) I'll afford it. My dad thought I was crazy. And how did my dad help us? Yeah, my dad helped us with insurance. Put my name on it. With you you as the other driver. So that way it helps the insurance. So my dad was pretty cool with that, right? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. 
Because my dad knew it. You can't insure that under, under just your name. It, you know, they're going to ask you for so much money. Yeah. So my dad was helping his boys out by saying, okay, put, and that my dad did that to all of us. Use me as a, as a primary driver and you a secondary driver and you're good. Your insurance will be cheap. So that helps. Yeah. <laughs> so fastest you've driven where, what car, why? Fastest I've driven was my 911 when it still had a 2.5. I hit the cemetery. I went to cemetery bridge. I had 130, just because there was no cars on the road. It was just an open road. I had to blip it. <laughs> so, what do you think about the rise of air cooled prices? Oh, being on the receiving end of that air cool, yeah, I love it. It's it's kind of like when you get to this vintage Ferraris. Yeah. Cost you an arm and a leg. How come Porsche, it never happens to these Porsches? So when it, when it, you know, when the prices went up, yeah, I felt like, okay, we're in the same league now as their vintage Ferraris. They're actually looking at these Porsches now as something really valuable, you know, which is nice because before it was just, uh, your, your Maseratis, your, your, your Ferraris, you know, your old Lambos and their money, you know, Alfa Romeo's was cheap, you know, and, uh, Porsches was cheap, you know, and I, we are, I, that's why I always think those two cars is that one of the two cars to have, you know, and, and I'd love to own an old Alpha. I, if I didn't own a Porsche, yeah, it would be an Alfa Romeo. Getting something Italian, you know, yeah. can never afford a Ferrari, can never, but you got to hit the lottery to, to afford a Ferrari. I, if, if I could have one Ferrari, yeah, it'd be a Dino. But, you know, I mean, the GTOs are out there, the 88, but I love old, old Ferraris. I don't even, the old Daytona, I don't even like that because I think it's too big. I love the Dino. I feel like I, it, it fits me because I'm not, I'm not a big guy, you know. I'm only 5'8", 150 pounds on a, on a, on a good day. So put me, you know, in, I, I don't like big cars. I like, I like a car that I can handle it around on, uh, on, uh, on the turns and, and, you know, just, Drive that, drive, drive the crap out of it. I was making this same kind of what you were saying a minute ago. I was making the same argument because everybody's like, God, when a, when a when a car goes up in value, everybody's like so upset. And I get it. You can't afford it anymore. You're priced out of it. It right. sucks. Right. But that's only one way of looking at it. I was arguing with my friend the other day, and they're like, "Okay, you're looking at it from that point of view. Oh, well, this used to be fifteen thousand. Now it's a hundred grand. This is right. bullshit." But look at it from the other end where it's like you're getting old muscle cars. You're getting old Ferraris. You're getting these – like Ferraris are worth millions. Right. You don't think that hand-built German car is worth the price that it's bringing now? They don't make them anymore. Right. It's not like you can go – you can't go buy a brand-new Porsche and have it be air-cooled handmade. That's right. So – That's right. You don't think they're worth what – Haters, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, comment, like, and share with your friends. Feel free to send questions or suggestions to the email in the description of the show. Special thanks to our sponsor, Circuit 64. Goodbye for now. We hope we can get together again for our next episode. Now get out there and enjoy the cars and the people.